Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body E ngā iwi katoa, tēnā koutou, nau mai hoki mai ki tā tātou kaupapa, ara ki a taringa e whakapāho atu nei ko nei te wānonga o te roa. Welcome back everybody, nei māua ko taku hua nei, te pua heiri, snow! Tēnā koutou katoa! Nei māua e mihi atu ana, tēnā koutou. We're back with Once Upon a Timer. Engari, before we get into our story, mō te rā nei, we're going to launch our kiwaha. Keep it consistent, nee, bro. Aye, keeping it consistent. Kiwaha. Kota tata e kiwaha. Aye, Marika. Marika. Aye, Marika. Marika. Ooh, it's going to be a bit of a challenge, that one. Yeah, yeah. Aye, Marika. Tika, Marika. Tika, Marika hoki. Maui whakamara mate, aye, Marika. Kia hau, nee. Kote aye, Marika he. It's to be excessively in agreeance. Excessive agreeance. Yeah. And over an enthusiastic agreeance to something. And I like that enthusiastic yeah. agreeance. Yeah. So when something, when you are certain about something, or when you when you when you support the the statement of another, it's I Marika. So I could say someone say, oh, who he was good, eh? Okay, Marika. Marika. Yeah, yeah. Do I have to say I before it, or Marika's okay? Well, I don't know. I've I've heard it used in both ways. Oh, but yep. yeah, Marika's. I like I like the flow actually of just saying Marika. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're saying there's other ways that you use it. Yeah. Chamutu yeah. Marika, ngā mahi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in that when you use it in that context, though, I don't think it's a key word. Okay. Anymore. Yeah, falls into yeah grammar. Yeah. But I like that. I like the use of it. <laughs> yeah, like Chamutu Marika te hui, like when the hui is over completely. Yeah, but Marika, Quina, so Marika. At the start of a sentence, or a, and after somebody says something, or mm. oh, pai taku moe marika, pai marika, oh, pai marika, pai marika, oh, what a nice guy, marika, marika. We finish marika. Yeah, 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 yeah that's another cool one. Yeah, kuena etiwi marika. I think we've had a few tai tokeiro kiwaha now. Yeah, they've crept in a bit. They have. <laughs> <laughs> marika. Look, I put a post up, and I think we discussed it. I'm not aware, I can't remember because they talk about so many cool things on mm. here, about um, how some, you know, some kiwaha on my Facebook, I like using kiwaha from other iwi. Yeah. I don't always stick to the kiwaha of my own people. And I feel some of the kiwaha, like marika, I don't think we've really got one in Tainui that's that short, it's just one word. So for me, it's, you know, something that's easy to use. I like the flow, I like how it rolls off my tongue. Yeah, and I support that in saying that if you allow yourself just to be stuck to the, say, the one iwi you belong to or, you know, just the kiwaha of another, I think mm. you're limiting yourself to the beauty of all um, kiwaha. Kuna. You know, because you, you find an understanding of how a people learn or how they use the reo. Mm. And even there are kiwaha where there are general use throughout Māori, but because a certain iwi uses it most, it becomes synonymous with that iwi. Yeah. So it's not to say that it's just theirs yeah. or it's not one of the other, mm-hmm. but you'll mm-hmm. hear it most commonly in, in other places yeah. as opposed to others. It's like a buffet and you're going, oh, I only eat the potatoes. Yeah. Well, you're missing out on everything else. Yeah. yeah. That's a cool analogy. Yeah. So koya, 
Use all the kiwaha. Yeah. Get in there, get, try everything on that buffet. Yeah. Te whānau. Te whānau, kainga. Yeah. kainga. No rere, e te iwi, kahuri ki tā tātou um, kōrero i te rānei, um, once upon a time, whakarongo mai. Once upon a time, in the settlement of Tauranga Mirumiru, next to the shores of Lake Naruto, which is near Taumutu, lived two twin daughters, Mahanga of Chief Tuihu and his wife Ngamuriwai. Their names were Reitu and Reipai, or Teiwi or Ngati Apakura. They were both strikingly beautiful, and as well as being Mahanga, or twins, were very good friends. They did everything together. Their life on the pa was hard work, but very rewarding. The kainga had good crops and hunters, so they were well organised and well stocked, as the Waikato region was plentiful, and nearby iwi traded with each other using the Waipa and Waikato rivers as their commerce highways. Everybody pulled their weight, and everyone was content with a strong wairua of whanaungatanga in the atmosphere. As much as they were happy, both sisters longed for something else. Atane a man to make them his wife. Reitu, kukiti rānei kui taku tāonga. Have you seen my tonga? I can't find it. Oh, motaku here. Yeah, I hung it over here on the bakitara while I was tidying last night. Here you go. <laughs> Always moving my stuff, nekare. <laughs> oh, sorry, I couldn't help myself. Are you ready for the big day? I will be when I finish getting dressed. Oh, I don't know. I'm a bit nervous, actually. What if he doesn't oh, like us? He will, sister. He will. We just need to be ourselves. I wonder what he'll look like. I heard he's totally dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> to you, everything's dreamy, though. Eh? Hey, ngari mo tēnā, Hako wasn't dreamy. Neither is Hika. Hey, you can talk, you and Rapare. He's not exactly easy on the eye, is he? Oh, that's true. Trying to find a good-looking tāne around here who knows how to treat a wahine? Pfft. <laughs> He's probably going to choose you, though, eh? Mm, you don't know that. But even if he does, remember, we'll always be together. I couldn't live without you. Yeah, I know, but still. Today was a special day for them, and particularly the Mahanga, as a handsome and clever chief of the northern Iwi Ngāpuhi named Ue Oneone was coming to visit from Whangapē. The purpose of his visit was to formalise an alliance between the two tribes by marrying one of the twins. He was due to arrive, so the villagers were very busy preparing kai and making sure the mahanga were ready. When Ue Oneone gets here, you know what to do. We'll have a porphyry. After that, we can haka, sing, and provide him and his caravan a great hakari. The honey has just gone in, so by the time we've welcomed them, it should be just right. Come out the way. Make sure you've got plenty of wine. They'll be thirsty. How are we going to know when he's chosen one of them? You leave that part to me, Ehoa. He'll keep it discreet and probably send for her once he returns home. You just worry about your job. What if they end up fighting over him, though? My girls are too strong for that. They will respect his decision. Oh. Just then, 
their manuhiri, their visitors, arrived. There was much kerfuffle as the villagers quickly took their places to welcome Uyoneone and his traveling crew. After the great hakari, the villagers enjoyed each other's company and got to know the manuhiri from Whangape as they all continued to eat, kōrero, and sing into the night. At last, the mahanga were formally introduced to Ue Oneone, and the flirting began. Kia ora e hine. koe. E You must be feeling ngenge after your travels. It's a long way from your kainga. Ai, marika. E rangi. Nothing these strong legs can't handle, and I can see it was worth my trouble just to be, well, within your graceful presence. Come, it's a fair Those moko on your slim hips must give you extra power for um, walking too, Ewa. Mari Eventually retiring to the Wharepuni Lake that night, Uyonioni was tired, but he was restless as he thought about the beauty of Reitu. As he lay on his moinga, he heard something at the kuaha, the doorway of his farepuni. He sensed someone was standing there. Reitu, what are you doing here? Ewe, te hikonga o te wira. I felt the sparks fly when I first met you. Ai, marika, engari taihua. As much as I want to invite you into my moenga, I'm a tira wawahi whenua. This is my first visit to your people, and I must maintain my mana along with yours. Ewe, i te moi hurihuri ahau. I was tossing and turning in my sleep thinking of you. Ah, I'm in love with you, Reitu. That I can't deny. But out of respect for your matua, you must return to your own moenga. Our union needs to happen properly. I'll return home tomorrow, and when I'm finished building our whare, I shall send my great kāreareā to collect you. You promised to send for me? Ai, Marika, trust me. Okay, look, I know what you mean, the disrespect, but I'm worried about when you send for me, I'll have to leave Reipai. We've never been apart. I don't feel good about this. <clears throat> Marika, that's fair enough. When the time comes, you'll know what to do. Reitu returned to her sleeping mat, to her moinga, and lay awake thinking of her future life with Ue Oneone. Where would they live? How many tamariki would they have? But overall, an unanswered fear of leaving her sister remained. In the morning, Ue Oneone bid his farewell to the people of Tauranga Mirumiru and left to return home to Te Taitokero. It was no secret that he had chosen Reitu. The attraction between them was obvious and the disappointment on the face of Reipai was clear. But still, she remained supportive of her sister and happy for the love she had found. Cut a fewer. Told you he'd pick you though, eh? Oh, aye, you did. I didn't think much of him at the time, but then talking to him, he seemed so level-headed and and smart. Then seeing him up close, oh, those muscles and his big brown eyes. Whew. He was kind of smart, eh? I was more into his rape and moko. <laughs> he was fine, all right, but... Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. You know, it's just... I don't know. What happens when you have to leave? Well, I've been thinking about it all night. You have? Yeah. 
I thought I'd ask him when he comes if you could come with me. What? Like as his wife too? No, 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 no. That would be weird. More like just as my sister. We're inseparable. You know that. Yeah, but if it's for the right reasons, we can't be together forever, you know. And this is Chief Ue One One. You can't turn him down for me. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. Just wouldn't it be cool if you came too? I guess. I just didn't think that that would be an option. Well, I'm going to give it a try on the day, okay? Noreira, kirite kwe. Make sure you have your things ready. We don't know when he'll send for me. I mean, us. Two moons go by and finally the day comes. The mahanga were finishing off their hair ties in the afternoon when they heard a great swishing of air. Looking up, they saw a giant kāreare bearing down on the pa about to land. The twins hid in fear at first, not realising that the falcon had come from Ueoneone. The kāreareo spoke with a deep, giant voice. The great chief Ueoneone I am sent by. His wife to be, may too, I come for. I am here, ready to come with you. But I have one condition. Conditions there are none. Come you will with me. Now. Payana, Payana, it's just... I want my sister to come with me. We can't be apart. I will not come without her. Ueoneone knows of this condition, does he? Well, no. But I'm certain he'll be okay with it once we arrive. Please, Kareareo. Please? The Kareareo thought about this for a few minutes while the hushed villagers looked on at the situation. Grant your condition, I will. But stop, we must halfway, as I will be carrying two of you, not one. Thank you, Kareareo. You won't regret this. I'll feed you all the hunger you want forever. And so it was the twins said their teary goodbyes climbed on the back of the giant kāreareo and flew off to the Taitokero to find their new future at Whangapē. What did I tell you, Asus? Told you it would work. How cool is this? Look at the view! Yeah, I'm not sure about this heights thing. I feel a bit bad leaving Mama too. Did you see the look on her face? Aye, but she knew this day would happen. Plus, we'll see her again soon, at the Bakufa. Didn't you hear? They said they would leave tomorrow to walk up north and join us. Yeah, that's cool, eh? Hey, look down there. Is that Onerahi? Onerahi, is it? I could use a rest. Okay, let's stop here then. This is about halfway there. Close enough. Now we go down. <laughs> Tariaria dived almost vertically from the clouds. Straight down. The twins held onto his feathers for their life. <laughs> they landed on a spot next to an awa where cool, clear water flowed. Kariarea and the twins drank thirstily, then rested while the sun went down. While Rei Pai wandered off the stretcher legs, Rei Tu noticed how tired Kariarea looked. It was late in the day, and he had flown all the way to Tauranga Mirumiru and back. Here by the river he flopped down in an exhausted heap and was dozing away when Leitu had an idea. Hey, why don't you just take me from here to Whangapi? It'll be much easier just carrying one of us. Then you can return tomorrow to collect Leipai when you've slept and have more strength. Great idea. Leave me shout now before I fall asleep properly. Hey, what's this? 
Look at him, Reipai. He's shattered. Ueoneone will be expecting me soon. I think it's best if he takes me the rest of the way and returns for you tomorrow. Why is that any different? Can't I just come with you now? Well, you can, but it's much more weight to carry for him, so... Oh, right. Of course. The old fears of Reipai losing her sister returned. But she knew this was the best option at the time, so did the noble thing and decided to wait, even though it scared her greatly. You promise you'll send him back for me? Ah, Paia, remember, we'll always be together. What if something happens and I have to wait here forever? I'll make sure of it myself, Tuahine. Here, take this kai and sleeping mat to keep you warm overnight. Okay. I don't feel good about this, but I know I have to. Your man will be worried about you if you're much longer. I love you. Be careful. I love you too, Reipai. Stay safe tonight. Don't worry, okay? Hey Kone, see you tomorrow. Kaarerea launched into the sky and swooped off towards the north again, carrying Reitu away to Ueoneone. The fears of Reipai were correct. They didn't know it at the time, but that was the last time the twins would see each other. One thing that was for sure, Reipai waited for a long time. She stayed by the awa looking to the sky. She followed the river down to the harbour to see if Kariere had landed there, but to no avail. Reipai waited for months and months, but Kariere never came back. This is how Whangarei was named, its original name being Te Whanga Areipai, the waiting of Reipai. Fortunately, Reipai didn't wait alone forever. She came across a pa soon after giving up hope and met Otahu Hupotiki, whom she married and had a family with. Well, that's one of the famous well, I suppose all love stories are famous. Yeah, all love stories are yeah. famous. And but um, th- that is... Eti, if you heard that, we've got special guests special that joined guests, us yeah. today. And his name is Ten Ten. Ten Ten. Kia ora, Ten Ten. There he goes. Hara mai, Ten Ten. Ten Ten Pero Pero. Ten Ten Pero Pero, and he is my dog. Yeah, so that's one of the famed mm. love stories and fa- famed unions, I guess, because yep. of the whakapapa that came from the joining together of the lines of the north and the lines of Tainui. Yep, with Reitu as well, but as, as well as the unions that came from, from Reipai and her union mm. with, who was it? Otahuhu. Otahuhu Portiki. Portiki. yeah. Who was Tainui? Who was Tainui? Well, to my knowledge, Tahuhu or Tahuhu is named after him mm. in Auckland or has a connection to yeah. that ancestor. Just in regards to the story though with Reitu and Reipai at the Iwi, you'll find lots of versions. Yes, yep. So in this one that we've presented, and with a bit of artistic license, we've taken from some of those versions. Um, for instance, in one of them, they actually follow the kāriere. Aye. And Ueo doesn't even come down to their pa. Uh, but in others, he does. He does make the journey down. So we've sort of taken a bit from all of those stories or versions. But the main thing is, is they got married. There's a union. <laughs> we, are the, we are the products or yes. we are the, the hua 
of those unions. And I think the thing is, when some kōrero are more famed than others, they become romanticised, and of course there, mm. there are embellishments from time to time. Absolutely. But as long as the crux is still there, Absolutely. I mean, one can be easily offended as to what version we may say, but the thing is for you to go and research, mm. do your research, and these are but the provoking thoughts, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to inspire you. To inspire, yeah. Get you wandering. Yeah. So this is not gospel, Yeah. but this is an account Yes, and yeah. an account. An account. Paikeo I think it warrants being its own episode, but talking about the traditional courting, I guess, Aye. of couples, i roto i te ao Māori i ngā wāomua. And, um, you know, there's a bit of a play there where, in, in this um, account, where they too, you know, she wants to spend time, she wants to hop in bed with ue o neo yeah. And um, but because he's a visitor and you know he doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. But there's other stories when that does happen. When that does happen, yes. When Hinemo and Tutanikai is, is an example. Wairaka. Wairaka. Yeah. There were all sorts of tikanga around when a man and a woman were courting one another. When one requested the other's hand in marriage and the whole process. And um, bringing it back to today, my grandparents and uncles and aunties even, they used to tono. Aye. They had to go and tono. You know, they'd hook up, I guess, <laughs> socially with the woman. And then when they wanted to marry them, the section of the whanau, sometimes the hapu, Aye. would go and visit the family of the um, bride-to-be, hopefully, and um, they, there would be a tono. Yes. And yeah. they would ask for, the, for her hand, ask the people for her hand. Yeah, I've, I actually, I've seen that. Oh, wow. Uh, tono. It actually happened, um, probably wasn't the best place for it to happen. It was at the 21st birthday of one of my cousins. And if she's listening, kia ora cousin. <laughs> and was she the recipient of this tono or was it uh, another? Well, it was her, the, the tāne she was with at the time. Aye. <laughs> His family came to her 21st. It's quite a big 21st oh, birthday. Yeah. They got up in the speeches to ask for her hand. Wow. Yeah. So it was a bit, because it sort of put her on the spot. A bit of pressure. Put, yeah, yeah. It was a bit of pressure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was lots of people there. Mm. I think it should have been a, maybe a bit more private. Yeah. But yeah, so that's an instance of tono. And then there's other intimate ones I've heard of, like Auntie Ma, who passed away Aye. last year. She shared with me when Uncle Rewi, her late husband, he went down to tono for her. Oh, cool. Well. Uh, but it was actually his father. And her queer didn't agree to it at the time because her queer, I think, was in her hundreds. Wow. And she remembered back in those times, in the 1800s, even before the land war period, which is the 1860s, there was some angst between Waikato, uh, Ngāti Manyapoto, and the people of Taranaki because of wars and things like that. And there, there'd been a big battle down there. And she was reluctant for her mokopuna to be married to someone from, from Manipoto, from Tainui. It was just her queer, herself, and her husband's whanau. I think one also has to remember to uh, look at these things through a Māori lens. Mm. You know, this is not married at first sight. Yes. There were a lot of things happening where it wasn't just the union of two people, but the union of two 
hapu to iwi. Absolutely. It's actually quite a big thing. And I, I know our whanaunga from India, they still do it from time to time. Mm. I think um, even now, and there's a there's a change now with people are heading to more Western ideas, but quite still quite prevalent. Even in Te Ao Māori, where it would be the the parents talking, eh? Mm. A kuia would notice the interaction between a boy and a girl, and they may not even be 10 or 12 yet, but, you know, they'll be destined to yeah. to be unified. Well, sometimes they hadn't even been born. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and um, now we're talking about tomo at the iwi, so this is yes. when you're betrothed, I guess. Yeah, you could be not even born and you're betrothed to somebody. That's one bit of the story about when Mahinārangi was hapu with Raukawa and Tūrungohi who became the wife of Raukawa, was also in the womb, and apparently the mothers met. And oh, it was there that Itomo Tiunga Puku. Wow. So they were destined to marry one another. That's another aspect of pākūwha, or marriage, um, is tomo. When you're destined to marry somebody, yeah. or you're, yeah, and then tono is when you ask the people for the hand of the bride. And then there's, I think tomo is the same thing. Yeah, I was going to ask that, the difference. Yeah. yeah. I think Tomo is the action. Nah. <laughs> One of our kuraua, he's in his 80s, and um, he remembers as a boy, there were two weddings, to say to speak. The bride would turn up at the gate with her people, and there'd be a pōwhiri. They'd go in the whare. Everyone would sit around in the whare tupuna. Her people was on one side. The bridegroom is on one side and they'd have mihi mihi in that and then they'd recount the whakapapa of each right. and as they're doing that the couple are underneath the blanket Yep. and they're doing their thing what's that called? the bed? The... takapau horanui takapau horanui oh. takapau horanui or takapau wharanui and yeah so and I'm I'm thinking whoa you know if yeah. that was to happen these days stage fight yeah exactly <laughs> I may not be at liberty to share but I know that um, a, a well known couple within Te Ao Māori and I think they were married in the 80s yeah. and this is Dr. Te Musikare to relaying to me he remembers at their wedding mm-hmm. they done the ring and everything and then afterwards everybody went into the um, whare nui sat around and had mihi mihi and talked about papa, and they were underneath a blanket now According to Timoti, whether they done anything or not, yeah, uh, but the, it was the symbolism of them being under the blanket together ah. with the people surrounding them. Yeah, and my um, my auntie and uncle were married like that as well. My mum's the ne- the next eldest in my mum's family. Right. They had a Maori wedding. They done the ring and everything like that, and the bride walking down, and they done te taha Maori. It's it's some it's another space I think Maori need to explore. Aye. And revive. We've had the revival of lots of things in our culture, Aye. or the revisiting, I guess, or the renewal, and then making them applicable and relevant to us today. And Matariki is an example, and, and other things. I don't think we should sit on our laurels and think that we've done everything we can. There are things in our culture that we can revive, and that's we can, one yeah. of them. I think yeah. so too because um, even now people who are having their weddings at Marae mm. be it for the convenience of facilities but then it'd be up to the couple if they look at revisiting that too because mm. you know what is it if you're doing something at the Marae is it just for that? Well it's actually a type of mat Yeah, a lot of time went into it and, and only chiefly things should be done upon it 
So it was it was uh, simple to um, consummate your marriage. Consummating be. Yeah. What about dowry? So um, my understanding is that like pakufa is another word for marriage, but pakufa is another word for partner. Oh, okay. And um, or pakuha to some. Oh. Pakuha too is also the word used for a dowry. Oh, okay. And I'm doing a lot of talking about my, but just to bring sort of things so people think this isn't like happened hundreds of years ago. Yeah. But when my when my kui and Kuroa got married, Komata telling me as little kids they remember um, her people bringing her on, and as they brought her on, they brought all Korowai, yep. Merepo Namu, and Taiaha onto the marae. And that was kuena ngā taonga pākūwha or ngā pākūwha. Those were wedding gifts, but dowry to come along with her. Ah, good boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking to um, Heroini Parata the other day. He was talking about, I think it was his kuia. And um, her pākūwha, her dowry was a huia feather. Wow. Kuena e tahi o ngā tikanga. Yeah, something. mahi. Not, a, not just yeah. a toaster or a clock? Yeah, <laughs> and sometimes there would be an exchange. So yep. we've had a talk about Karakia Māori right. and uh, Pagake. He's been asked. I think he's officiated at two weddings, and one he ran the whole thing and provided the guidelines to both sides of the Fano. And um, he done one uh, uh, just a few years ago, and he said to each Fano, uh, after the exchange of ki taurangi or vows. Right. Each whānau is to present the other with a tonga pākūwha. Wow. Which they will keep as a symbol of the unity of the mokopuna tamariki that have joined together. They had a year or whatever long to organise, and I think one whānau gifted a merepaunamu and the other whānau gifted a kākahu, wow. a Yeah. Yeah, and they were exchanged during the wedding vows or after. In- interesting, and I think it's shows that our culture is well alive and vibrant. We're reviving old tikanga, but we're making them applicable and we're being realistic about how we do it. I think so too. Yeah. That's what I like about it, that there are tikanga that we can revive and they are applicable in this day of age. Actually, probably, I would say, more relevant and more symbolic than what has been done before. Mm. Everyone's looking for authentication, and so what is that? Yeah, it's even fitting in... I mean, we had a conversation, I had a conversation with my cousin the other day, because Nahuya was takuwahine. You know, she was being questioned, oh, how come her and I aren't married yet? Yeah. You know, well, we're just... Eki mau tērā kōrero. Mau tērā pātai, but... We're in these confines that, oh, you must get married and this is how you get married and this yeah, is how you exist exactly. as a couple. Yep, yep. And um, even with the ring yep. and what sort of ring it is, and now there's some couples are practising tāmoko. Tāmoko rings, In yeah. place of, uh, hopefully they don't get a tattoo removal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they won't slip off at the club. taku kino. <laughs> taku kino marika. <laughs> marika <tiki. laughs> oh. Hoia no e te iwi, koe nei etahi um, whakaaro e pāna ki te marina, marriage, I guess, and the coming together of two people, two souls, bringing together of people. And we could actually, we could talk lots about that because oh, we haven't covered tataupo namu and... Um, Wakatangata? Yeah. Era kōrero katoa. Hoia no, that's a snippet and maybe another episode. Uh, maybe Tikanga 101 we can talk about and, and maybe actually have someone in the room even though we've talked about the 
breaking out of, but maybe have someone in here who's actually married. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> talk to somebody that's had a Māori marriage. Aye. Hoi ho. We've used a couple of waiata from up your way to Taitokero. We've had um, Reading on Wairua and um, maybe another one, but that's the one I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the one of the and one of the great waiata of Te Taitokero is Toro Mai Oringa. Aye. And why why I'll say it's a great one, it's while while I like Reading on Wairua, Toro Mai Toringa is a bit more universal. I think so too. Who can use it? Aye. And I like the um Fakaro in there. Aye. And, and again, it's, I won't say it's a go-to, but you can use it in lots of in situations and kaupapa and context. And I like tarangi and I just like it. Yeah. Um, and na wai tito, mohe koe? So, Kingi Matu Taira Ihaka. Te nā koe. Taku Ihaka. He was one of the legends, really, of Kapahaka and one of the founders of what we call Te Matatini. And when I mean, when I say founders, uh, one of the po who was involved in setting up the Polynesian Cultural Festival, Aye. as it was called, and he was the tutor of the Angies, they were called, beloved, yep. uh, what their nickname, or the Māori Anglican Kapahaka. Yeah, they were called Angies from Auckland anyway. Yeah, and yeah. Um, he was a stickler for te reo Māori, stickler for tikanga, and he, was, he had some strict views on haka too. Yes. Te haka te wahine. Yes. Uh, te koraua nei. Uh, and we will have to sing another one of us as, as I like as no mai, but we'll leave that oh, for another bye. one. Yeah. Toro mai toringa, mai. Now I know what you're gonna say. That's one of your favorite way out. I one of my one of the all-time favorites. It's one of those, uh, you know. I've, we've already talked about Tarangi, but it's one that pops in sometimes, and I go, "Oh, we're gonna sing Torumai." Aye. And I actually learned it through my sister. She was doing Te Atarangi, and I forget the name of her tutor. She was well known in the Atarangi circles. She tutored at Hawaii Waititi. Oh, kapai. Back in the nineties, Atarangi. But yeah, anyway, my sister used to come back with all these wayata from the Taitoke, you <laughs> And that was one of them, Toro Mai Toringa. Kapai. Any finishing comments to Puahiri? Kao, kanui tēnā. Aye, kanui tēnā. Marika, ko mutu marika ngā kōrero. Ko mutu marika ngā kōrero. Aye, nō reira, e mihi ana kia kouta katoa tēnā koutou, i o koutou taringa. And tune in again from on your phone, on your laptop, um, whatever you listen to us on. Um, next week and again 
engage with our Facebook page. Yeah, any partai, partai yep. mai, partai, yeah, ideas, yeah. you know, and if they, you know, for once upon a time, ma. if you need to private message us, then that's all right, you know. Um, but yeah, definitely engage there on the, on the Pukamata, um, the Facebook, and yeah, we'll be back again soon. Hey, mai. Fuck on my kit that me at the core my core flowing at the hook of force go papa relevant go papa out of bounds go papa exigent go papa paramount knock on our fuck up in my kit go papa tino fuck a hit a hit a fuck on my beat cari cari my hare hare my otarding a hare hare my we got to gather up close everybody gather up close everybody cani cani move that body cani cani move that body taringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>